Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. So uh, if you remember in the last chapter 13, we, we spoke about how the Lord was preparing his own followers, his own disciples uh, for his death. And uh, now he's telling them, you know, don't let your hearts uh, be troubled. You, know, you believe in God, believe, believe in me. Believe what I'm telling you, okay? That's what he's uh, trying to get across uh, to them. Listen to what he says. He says, in my father's house are many mansions. That's speaking of heaven, ladies and gentlemen. Many mansions in his father's house. And I'm going to give you some cross-references to prove uh, to you that he's talking about heaven when he refers to my father's house. So he's talking many mansions, dwelling places. This is for the believer. Uh, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. This is exactly what the Lord was talking about. He, he's, he's preparing to die. That's what's happening. Preparing to die. He's going to be killed, slain on the cross. He's going to be resurrected from the dead, ascended into heaven. And uh, this is where the father is, ladies and gentlemen. And this is where he wants you to be. This is where I want to be. If you're a Christian, you want to be with the Lord. He's preparing a place for you. So uh, this is uh, very encouraging to, to have the Lord uh, tell his followers this. That includes you. Oh, yes. Even though we are speaking to the disciples, he is preparing a place for you. That's right. Don't ever uh, forget that. He says, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Look at this. What's that talking about? It's talking about the second coming. Oh yes, the Lord will come again. He came once, you know, he came into the world. He, he was born of a virgin, but ladies and gentlemen, he's coming again. That is the second coming. I do not believe in a pre-trib rapture of the church, but I believe the church will be raptured up, caught up to meet the Lord in the air at his second coming. Uh, maybe I'll do another video just on that. But folks, this is the day you're waiting for. This is the day, the second coming of the Lord. He's going to receive the believers. He's going to gather the believers unto himself. Hallelujah. Verse 4, And whither I go ye know, and the way ye know, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Wow. Now that's some heavy words, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that the Lord spoke there. This is the nitty-gritty uh, with the Lord telling uh, his disciples that he is the way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, I showed you that, you know, when I was a new believer, I had that printed, uh, embroidered on the back of a jacket that I had. Um, those exact words from that scripture, John 14 and 6. I mean, you know, that, that, that really lit up to me, those words. I knew it was true. I knew he was the only way. Maybe I'll put a, a thing on the screen again. I've shown it before. I like this show. I don't like that jacket. So anyway, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, he's the only way. And, and, and if you want to go to heaven... 
You, you are not going to be there unless you come through Jesus Christ. Don't ever forget that. Does not matter what you believe. You may be a Hindu. You, you better repent of your sins and get saved and come through Jesus Christ. You're a Muslim. You need to repent and come through Jesus Christ. Turn from your uh, belief in Muhammad and Allah. It's the same with the Jewish people. This is what the Lord is ministering. He's ministering to his own people. They don't believe he's the son of God, and they do not believe that he's the Messiah. They're not getting into heaven. They're not going uh, to heaven if, uh, if they're not coming through Jesus Christ. They don't believe in him. So uh, a lot of repenting <laughs> needs to take place all throughout the world, folks. The bottom line is, folks, we're talking billions upon billions of people have no idea as I speak, that they are in uh, a lost condition. They're literally in a lost condition. If they die in that condition, they will end up and spend eternity in a very real place called hell. That's, that's Bible. That's basic Bible truth. This is something that I understood as a very new believer, a new uh, Christian. You, you, you would have an easier time uh, broad jumping from New York City to Los Angeles, California uh, in one shot than you would have of getting into heaven without coming through Jesus Christ. So you know, obviously, it's impossible for you to broad jump in one jump from New York to California. You know you can't do it. So what I'm telling you, it's impossible to get into heaven unless you come through. Jesus Christ, don't ever forget that. So let me prove to you, let me give you some cross-references. I like to do this to encourage you to reinforce uh, your faith, to reinforce the scriptures, the truth. Matthew chapter 16, verses 15 to 17, I'm trying to prove here that the Father is in heaven. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, or Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Do you see that? So uh, when you hear Jesus talking about going to his father's house. He's talking about going to heaven. His father is in heaven. And while we're there, look look at how he says, Simon, you're, you're blessed. Uh, the, the, the fact that Simon Peter believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, he said, look, no man showed you that. Flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my father which is in heaven. Glory to God. So let's go Matthew chapter 10, verses 32 to 33. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. So you see that? Once again, the Father is in heaven. Let's go to Luke 11 verses 1 to 2. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased... One of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven. You see that? In heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done as in heaven, so in earth. And while we're there, you see, uh, the Lord said, Pray, Our Father, which art in heaven. He didn't say pray, our mother, which art in heaven. He didn't say, look, guys, by the way, I want you to pray Hail Mary. 
You see that, ladies and gentlemen? Just dig into the Word of God for yourself, and the truth will set you free from the man-made traditions such as those that are found in the Roman Catholic Church. That's what he did for me. You study the Word for yourself. Very simple. Open the Bible. Meditate upon the Word of God. The truth will set you free. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's take another scripture passage here. Acts chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. It says, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. So this is uh, taking place in the book of Acts, ladies and gentlemen. This is after Christ had been crucified, slain on the cross. He was buried. He rose from the dead. And now he's ascending back where? Into heaven. Hallelujah. So this is where you want to be, folks. The Lord is preparing a place for those who love him. The Lord is preparing a place for the believer. Hallelujah. So if you want to go to heaven, folks, keep in mind you must come through Jesus Christ. You're not getting into heaven any other way. Acts chapter 4, verses 10 through 12. Be it known unto you all, unto all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So that locks it in right there, folks. There's no other name under heaven uh, by which a man or woman can be saved. It's by the name of Jesus Christ. So all over the world, no matter what country you live in, America, uh, Africa, Canada, Russia, England, it doesn't matter, folks. If, if you, if you want to go to heaven, you, you, you got to come through Jesus Christ. There is no other way. I mean, what could be more important? <laughs> We're talking heaven or hell salvation or damnation <laughs> what could be more important than what i'm talking to you about here today let's go back to the gospel of john chapter 14 verses 7 to 9 if ye had known me ye should have known my father also and from henceforth ye know him and have seen him philip saith unto him lord show us the father and it sufficeth us jesus saith unto him have i been so long with you and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? So, first of all, you know, I remind you that Jesus Christ is not the Father. Okay? He is not the Father. Some people use this verse, say he's the Father. No, he's not the Father. Talking about 
the very character. Uh, in other words, the Lord is saying, you know, if you've seen the way I operate, this is the this is the way my Father works too. The works you see me doing, this is the Father. He's doing the works through me. So He's saying, if you've seen me, you've seen Him. This is He was the image of God. Let's go to Hebrews uh, chapter one, verses one to three, to prove that it says, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high." So uh, I want you to see that that Jesus Christ, he's the brightness of his glory. He's the express image of his person. Who is he talking about? God. God the Father. So he's the uh, the image, okay? Even in the world, people say, you know, you're just like your father. You know, you do things just the same way as your father. Yeah, they're, they're basically, that's, that's what it's talking about, folks. He's God. Glory to God. Let's go back to um, 14, verse 10. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the very works' sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my father so there's a unity that the lord is trying to show here you know that we all work together the father me and the spirit of god you know you're going to see as we go further down they all work together in unity there's in there's a, a unity in the eternal godhead between the father the son the holy spirit so you know the spirit comes inside the believer and that's what that is talking about so verse 13 and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If ye love me, keep my commandments. So the Lord is talking about keeping his commandments. It's, it's, it's keeping uh, the commandment of love, ladies and gentlemen. If you look at Romans uh, chapter 13, the Apostle Paul wrote this, verses 8 to 10. He said, O no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not be a false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. So that's what Christ was all about, ladies and gentlemen. It was about love. That's what, that's what this whole thing's about, love. Love your neighbor, you see, love, love, love one another. Okay, so you're, you're fulfilling the law through that love. So keep that in mind, uh, folks. You know, the Lord's the one you need to pray uh, through. He's the mediator. You know, it's not, he's the only mediator. It's not Mary. It's not the Catholic saints. It's not a priest, not a mystic, not a fortune teller. You don't need a Ouija board, you know, where you're going to start communicating with demons. 
You know, I hear people using these things and so on and so forth. Next thing you know, they feel this darkness in their spirit and they, they don't know how to get out of it. So uh, start, start right, folks. Come through the Lord Jesus Christ. He will set you free. Uh, verse 16, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. So the Lord, as I said, he's preparing to die. He's going to be killed. Uh, he'll be uh, raised from the dead. He's going to eventually ascend into heaven. But, you know, the Holy Spirit is going to be poured out, ladies and gentlemen. And this is what this is talking about here. The comforter. Folks, you need the comforter inside your heart. If you don't have the comforter inside your heart, you're, you're, you're lost. <laughs> You don't know the Lord. You need the Spirit of God, the Spirit of truth. You see, when I was born again of the Spirit, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, all of a sudden the, the, the Word of God comes alive, and it's the Spirit of truth that starts illuminating the Scriptures which were written by people uh, who were impressed upon by the same Holy Spirit, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's right. So now, you know, here I am as a, a former Roman Catholic. Uh, you know, it's the spirit of truth that starts revealing things to you. And, and he comforts you. He brings peace, a peace that I never had before. You know, uh, being a Roman Catholic, going to these masses week after week, it was nothing but death. It was spiritual death, ladies and gentlemen. I got to tell the truth once again. Spiritual death. Liturgy, all it is rigmarole, week in and week out, candles, statues, you, you name it. It's death, it's spiritual death, it's idolatry. But the truth set me free, glory to God. This is who you need. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. You need the comforter, ladies and gentlemen, no matter who you are and no matter where you live in this world, whether you're man or woman, boy or girl, you need the Holy Ghost, folks. You want to go to heaven? You need the Holy Ghost. John 14, verse 19, Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At, day, at that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. So the love of God, folks, here you, we're, we're all in, uh, in this thing, folks. You have the Holy Ghost, so we're in, we're in the Father, we're in the Son, we're, we're in the unity. You, you see that, ladies and gentlemen? So it's a beautiful thing to be saved. You know, growing up as a Catholic, I never experienced any uh, such thing until I was truly born again of the Spirit. You will live because He lives. You live. The Spirit of the living God is living inside your heart. Hallelujah. The love of God is shed abroad in your heart. All of a, all of a sudden, you start talking about Jesus. I never did this before as a Catholic. I didn't start telling people about Jesus Christ. Why? Because I didn't know Him. <laughs> I was as lost as could be on my way to hell, ladies and gentlemen. That's the truth. Let's go to verse 22. Judah saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? 
Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. So, look at uh, what he says here. Uh, Jesus says, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. And we, look at that, we will come unto him. You see, you see folks, we. He didn't say me, he said we. So it, it all works together. The unity, the triunity of the Godhead. You see, there's a plurality. And um, you need to see these things. You study the word, this is how you learn. You keep his words. This is the new birth. Being born again of the Spirit. You're a new creation in Jesus Christ. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, they are a new creation. Hallelujah. So that, that's what happens when, you, when you're born again, when the Spirit of God uh, comes inside, folks. Verse 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye loved me, you would rejoice, because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. Hallelujah. So again, he's still talking about the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. Folks, you want peace? You need the comforter. If you're out there today, you're feeling depressed, possibly even suicidal, I have a word for you today. You need the comforter. Call upon the Lord. Ask him to save you. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. Wash you in his blood. And ask him to fill you with the spirit of the living God. You tell the Lord, I want the comforter. I need the comforter now. Oh, yes. Be bold, folks, with the Lord. He loves that stuff. Be bold with the Lord. You come and, and, and cry out to him. He will hear your cry. You don't have to go to a church and light a candle, put a quarter in there and light a candle or bow before a statue. I don't care where you are. You could be in your garage. You call upon the Lord and say, Lord, I need you. I need the comforter. Oh, yes. He's the only one that will give you peace, folks. The peace that the world uh, gives, by the way, folks, it's a fake peace. It is a fake peace. I don't care how rich you are, that money ain't going to give you peace, and you know it. It will not give you peace. These things fade away, and you know that to be true. The peace that the world brings. You wait and see, folks, as this uh, fake unity thing and uh, grabbing all people together. We're all one. We all believe. We're all children of God. That's from the pit of hell, and it's a false peace that's coming, folks. An ultimate false peace. You'll see the Pope. He'll be right in the middle of that false peace, folks. And many are being seduced in this hour in which we are living in. And few are speaking up and warning the people. So uh, let's get uh, deal with that little verse there. He said, uh, if you love me, you would rejoice because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. This is a verse that the Jehovah's Witnesses from the Watchtower Society love to use when they go with knocking on doors. Huh? It says here, my Father is greater than I. How could he be God? <laughs> well, I'll show you how. <laughs> He's not talking about being greater. You know, Christ is equal to the Father, ladies and gentlemen. Deity, okay? So this is talking about a positional authority, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let me show you here Philippians chapter 2. 
verses 5 to 7, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God or by nature God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. So here's Christ came down from heaven. He didn't think it was robbery to be equal with God. Why? Because he was equal with God. He made himself of no reputation, folks. That's what we're talking about. He's great. And he made himself of no reputation when he came into this world. He was made in the likeness of men, but he had no sin. So let me prove that further to you. Let's go to Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. It says, and when Abram, this is, this is actually Abraham before he was called uh, Abraham. So it says, so when Abram was 90 years old and nine, 99, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. So who appeared to Abraham and at the book of Genesis. Well, it says here, the Lord. Not only that, he says, I am the Almighty God. So, <laughs> I mean, this is Almighty God, the Lord. You look up the word in the Hebrew, it's uh, Yahweh. You, you, people call it Jehovah. Okay? So, now, you know, can we prove that Jesus Christ is the Almighty? Yes, we can. I've done it before, but for new uh, listeners... Here we go, Revelation chapter 1, verses 17 and 18. It says, And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of Death. So that little passage there, uh, that's uh, the Apostle John. He fell at his feet as dead. Whose feet? This was the risen Jesus Christ. He's the first and the last. Look at that. First and the last. It's describing God. He, and he said, look, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Go to Revelation, same chapter, verse 11, say, I'll just read the first part, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. So the Alpha and Omega and the first and the last describing the same person. Go down a few verses, verse 8, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. So there, there it is, folks. It is proven. I'll say it again. It is proven through the scriptures that Jesus Christ is the Almighty. He's the Lord. He's Almighty God. It is proven right there. He's the first and the last, Alpha and Omega, beginning and the ending. You can go back to Isaiah 44, 6, I think it is. You will see that the first and the last is describing the Lord God Almighty. So when the Jehovah's Witness or other cults come knocking on your door and tell you, he says, here, my father's greater than I, you can use these verses to show them otherwise. And I've done it myself, uh, folks. So th that's why I keep using these over and over, because there's an attack going on in the land against the deity of Jesus Christ, folks. This is the beauty of the gospel. The one who went to the cross for you came down from above. He was slain. His blood was shed for you, folks. So we're talking about deity, the love of God toward you. He's just not a... Uh, 
a man, a Jewish man that lived um, a couple of thousand years ago, uh, you know, especially this time of year, uh, I, I've spoken about this before, he becomes a little baby in a manger, a little Google baby, you'll see him in a, a little uh, a manger scene and so on and so forth. He's not a baby, he's not a little baby floating around in Mother Mary's arms. He is God Almighty, and this is the one you need to know, folks. This is the one, this is the Christ, this is the true one that you must uh, believe in to get to heaven verse 29 and now I have told you before it come to pass that when it come to pass ye might believe hereafter I will not talk much with you for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me but that the world may know that I love the father and as the father gave me commandment even so I do arise let us go Hence, so he says, when it comes to pass, he's talking about the cross, he's talking about the resurrection, the ascension. He says, I want you to know, I'm telling you these things before. So when it does come to pass, you might believe. He wants to build up their faith. So he's prophesying all these things to his own followers, and they will come to pass, and they did come to pass. Oh, yes. It says that for the prince of this world, comment that's speaking of the devil, he has nothing in Christ, folks. Christ is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. So anyway, I'm going to end it right there, folks. And I encourage you once again, have a great night and you be blessed in the Lord Jesus Christ.